bricks are built around me while the journey goes on. Once upon a lifetime, a good heart comes your way, and you won't recognize them by the things that they say. Welcome to the Motivated Women Podcast, a very special episode. And in the house tonight, it's just myself, Crystal, and I have my very special friends and teammates from our breast cancer walk. This summer, I think I've mentioned earlier, we will be walking 60 kilometers for the weekend to end breast cancer here in Vancouver. And we thought it would be a good opportunity to get us all together and talk about why we're doing the walk and what's keeping us motivated we all hit those pitfalls and those problems in life where it's hard to get going and get motivated and I know that all of us have those moments and other ones of us are very motivated and keep the rest of us going. So let's just uh, go around the table and say hello and maybe tell me why you're doing the walk. Cheryl, you want to start? Sure. Hey, I'm Cheryl. I'm doing the walk because uh, I want to support uh, the gals that are on my team as well. Uh, I've known many women, unfortunately, that have uh, suffered through breast cancer and I'm currently um, dealing with a member of my family. My mom's uh, has cancer, so I'm just trying to be involved in just trying to um, have hope for people in the future, no matter what kind of cancer it is, actually, because it affects everybody. So that's my story. Great. Thank you. Shannon? Hi, I'm Shannon, and um, I'm doing the walk because it's an experience that I've never gone through before, and both my grandmothers have died of cancer, so it is a genetic component within my family, and uh, I just think it would be a really positive experience in my life, and I'm happy to do it with these lovely women with me today. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and uh, we have another friend here, but she's shy. She doesn't want to say anything. But let's all just say hi to Beth. Hi, Beth. Hi, Beth. <laughs> Come on, Beth. Come on, talk to us. Beth has done the walk before, and she's a great supporter of mine. And I love her to bits, and I'm very excited to be doing the walk with her this year. <laughs> and I'm excited to be here. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Um, I'm Linda, and um, I did this walk in 2007. I was inspired because one of my good friends, um, she was diagnosed with stage 4 breast cancer uh, at the age of 35, and she has three small children in the same kind of age group as my kids, so I felt very um, disturbed and distraught by the thought of somebody that young um, being that sick and possibly leaving three children behind without a mother. So it uh, definitely motivated me to get involved and try and do something to make a difference. 
So this is, uh, I've been participating in the Weekend to End Breast Cancer ever since. I participated as a walker in 2007, and then I uh, volunteered last year, and I'm happy to be volunteer er, walking again this year with these fantastic ladies. And uh, yeah, I'm really stoked. And I am too. This is Lorna, and um, I decided to walk this year um, mainly to remember my mum, who passed away last year of cancer. She opted not to find out what cancer she had. It was at a late stage. We found out March 16th last year that she was very, very sick, and she passed away May 22nd. But every time I think of giving up on going towards this, I think of mum and the sort of things she used to do, I remember in particular she um, decided to volunteer for a, uh, a project um, that she was involved in in England and it was uh, clearing um, wasteland and building gardens and she was in her late 50s early 60s at the time and she was uh, she actually helped to create a garden in the uh, in the grounds of the Archbishop of Canterbury's uh, grounds. And she, you know, there were people that were there um, because they didn't want to be there. They were, um, what is it? Committed. Yes. They were committed? They were committed to, to do this as um, as part of a was rehab. An obligation. rehab. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was it? Sorry? Or like an obligation. An obligation, yeah. But mum decided, no, she wanted to do this. And there she was with all these... You know, basically people that were criminals and, and, but she was there like working hard, digging the ground and, uh, you know, I, I've got pictures of her doing that and, and I think of her like working so hard and because she just wanted to do it. Thank you so for that's sharing why. that. Mm -hmm. Good. And I've, re I've mentioned briefly before that I um, have known people that have had cancer. Uh, Rod's mom was diagnosed last, two years ago now, I believe three years ago with breast cancer and then I went down with Linda last year to volunteer and Beth and Nolene were walking who are um, a couple of other teammates of ours and I was very touched by the whole experience and I felt the need that I wanted to get involved and I wanted to be a part of it and I'm just very fortunate that all of you are doing it with me and and I'm very excited I mean, I think it's a really great opportunity to learn about you know, the strengths of people and, and what the human heart and what mm -hmm. people can really accomplish if they set their mind to it. Mm -hmm. So um, so thank you for those stories. Now, with that, we, we have to train. Mm -hmm. We have to get motivated and get out and walk. And I've been fortunate to be a part of uh, Linda's walks on many of <laughs> occasions. We, we fondly call her the gym Nazi. And we go out late at night and we conquer the elements and the bears and the raccoons. And we've mm -hmm. seen them all. Yeah. yeah, I've seen her high kick a bush. Uh, it's always a, in the bush. <laughs> it's always a good time. Having done the walk for Linda and for Beth, you guys have done the walk. Is there one or two recommendations or things that? What's the one thing you would recommend about the walk? About what you need or the the most important factor? for preparing for it. Is there something... Whenever I think of 60 kilometers... Yeah, yeah, it's very daunting. I 
I, I know some people that did the walk without training at all, and I am in awe of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I started training in January for an August walk, and really? I found it tough yeah. still. And I was walking four times a week for two yeah. and three hours at a time and yeah. going to the gym. Yeah. So um, what was the actual, what was the most you did before the actual 60K walk? So you do around 30 kilometers a day? Um, we would do so like 15, 15, three times a week. Oh, for the actual walk? The, no, no, the training you before, walk. in the training, mm. what was the most you did before you actually took that? Yeah, we would do like walk. 15 kilometer walks yeah. three times a week. Because I'm finding the it the, the time factor mm. is the biggest issue, is yeah. trying to get that kind of time in. Yeah. I mean, okay, when you're running or cycling, you cover a greater distance of greater distance mm-hmm. in a shorter period of time to actually commit three or four hours in a day over well, a that's weekend. why we did it mostly at yeah. night we'd get yeah. together at around 8 30 and we'd be oh in the in light yeah, later in the, the year with yeah. the lighter evenings i suppose that yeah. wouldn't be so bad but you also have to remember that you have so many breaks in between mm-hmm. you yes. have your snacks and your oh, you and it's not a race and okay yeah, yeah they don't want anybody running or anything no. so okay. it's just a relaxing so you are you do get breaks during that time oh yeah okay plenty well, of breaks good. before you know what you're already breaking and, go, and you're completely yeah, right. taken care of there's food okay. and there's drinks oh, cool. and there's um medical care <laughs> if something were to happen and you were injured or not feeling well you're totally taken care of yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, I, I've said this before. I, I can't put into words what the experience is like or how meaningful it is um, because I could never do it justice. You have to be there to yes. know what it's I like. Can but I can, I remember, and I'm sure you remember this as well, that Great during rush the of walk, emotion. Yeah, and there were people along the way that, uh, so I remember the second day we, would, we started walking at about 7.30 in the morning when we were leaving the camp. And there were people at 7.30 in the morning just standing outside their houses on their porches just clapping oh, really? or saying thank you. or yeah. um, And so many people on both days that had little tables and things set outside their homes in, in the really? front yards with snacks and drinks and things oh, and just wow. saying, you're doing a great job and thank you so much. And I lost my yeah. you know, aunt or mother or sister yeah. or whoever to cancer and I really appreciate this. It's amazing. Really, yeah. uh, the feeling that it gives you is really amazing. That you're actually making a difference and you're helping people. How many people uh, participate in the walk <clears throat> on an average? I think Do you know? Last year we were just under 2,000. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the year before there was quite a, it was a like lot more 2, than that. 2,200 or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's the, the, the high amount you have to raise before you can walk that is a deterrent a lot of the time. Yeah, and just they, cl- they want people that to be committed mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. And just to clarify, we each have to raise $2,000 to do the two-day walk. At least. They have yeah. recently mm-hmm. uh, changed it so that you can maybe just do one day of the walk, and I believe you have to raise $1,200 to oh, do that the right? one day. Oh, really? But okay. even to volunteer for the weekend, you yeah. have to raise $500. They really? have a no, that's not true. If you're a crew member, oh, sorry, you a crew have member. to raise $500. If you're a volunteer, you don't have to raise Okay. Because okay, well, yeah, we didn't have yeah, to last that's right. year. That's, yeah, right. that's right. So a crew member's $500. And then they have a children's walk. Yeah. For the kids, really? is it $50 or $100? I'm not sure. And I don't know very oh. much about that. But I did hear from somebody that... They were wanting to participate with their kids, but the kids are expected to do it on their own. And right. there's yeah, some concern right. about chaperone. Yeah, but yeah, it's a, it's a great cause, and I think I think it's important. 
Well, and it's amazing also at the end of the end of the walk, you walk down into the stadium and you see all the people in the stands and everything. It's just, it's really moving. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. 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 Wow. And all the people, because at the walk, they kind of separate you. Um, if you are a cancer survivor, then you're wearing a certain color, mm-hmm. a pink lanyard or a pink shirt. Mm-hmm. And then if you're walking for somebody or you're, you're not suffering with cancer or anything, then you're wearing blue in my my time that I did it. Mm -hmm. And so when you see all of these people, so many people wearing pink, pink, you're just like, yeah, and they're walking and some of them are in currently in chemo treatments and things. And it's just, you just think, oh, if that person can do it, I have nothing to complain about. What do they say on the commercial? It's, it's uh, walking is easy. Cancer is hard. Cancer is hard. And is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you see all kinds, like you see grandmothers, and then you yeah. see teenagers, and yeah. yeah, it's and it's not just it's not just women. No, I mean, men are affected yeah. by breast yeah. cancer as well. Yeah, so it's I didn't know. I didn't well, know. I, I had a scare a couple, uh, about three or four years ago. I had a, a bad result from a mammogram. From a mammogram, and they ended up having a biopsy, and it was a calcification. Mm-hmm. That's what they it but during that like two or three weeks Scary. before the biopsy I was kind of visualizing visualizing in my mind you know okay I can cope with this I can do this like you know whatever comes I will I will cope with it but thank goodness it, you know it actually didn't didn't come to anything yeah but uh, I was I was faced with it for a little while there and it was kind of scary, scary. yeah, yeah. So that's what we're doing, and we're yeah. really excited. So we've got to get motivated, and we've got to start oh, yeah. training, and Absolutely. we've got to do these things. So mm-hmm. we all get in the ruts. I'm the queen of food and the couch and the TV. and not the only one. <laughs> so one of the perks about raising money and doing it, we might lose some weight. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so for all of you, my question is quickly, and then, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it short and sweet. But when you're in a rut, what gets you out of your rut? What keeps you motivated? What uh, What do you find helps you if you're stuck? Mm. Is it a buddy? Is it somebody in your family? Is it just finding yeah. that inner strength within yeah. you? No, for me, it's the inner strength within me. Um, and I don't know. It's, it's very strange. In this last year, I've just suddenly got this resolve and this strength. And I don't know where it's come from. But, you know, I'll go into a store and whereas like three or four years ago, I would have taken up that Snickers bar and I would have like eaten it without any thought. But now I'm thinking, I don't need that. I'm not going to buy it. And it's it's amazing. And as I say, I don't know where it's come from, Mm -hmm. but it's there and I'm happy it's there. But yeah, it's weird. Is that from just because you started doing this breast it's cancer? It's because, that, you know, I've been before? going to the gym, I've been doing the strength training, and I feel so good. I feel so energized. And I feel better now at 55 than I did 20 years ago. And this woman has the most amazing biceps that you'll ever feel. <laughs> it's incredible. It really is. And it feels so good, I don't want to lose that. I really don't. So... Else? It's just buddies, I think, too, is a big yeah. cause, too. You know, they're going, oh, I better get my butt out there, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and yeah. that's what's so great with Linda, because she is, you she know, is. very focused. Yeah, focused. And when she gets focused. her mindset on something, I know that 
if Linda says we're going to the gym, we're going to the gym. <laughs> and it's really hard to say no. And I, I mean, I value that because if somebody phones me and says, let's go, most of the time I will go. But if it's just me and I'm relying on myself, mm, it's a lot harder to drag me. myself yeah. to the gym. I'm getting a little better, but... I'm completely propelled by fear. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, fear I just... What? Well, when I did the walk the first time and I didn't know what to expect, mm. I was like, I'd better get myself into shape because Otherwise, this is it's 60 be kilometers. Yeah. So I started training, like, as soon as I signed up, which was in January. And... Uh, it's just that thought because I don't want to let myself down. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to stop halfway or three quarters of the way and not be able to finish. Correct. I wanted to finish uh, with everybody else. So I, I have to make sure that I, when I'm starting, I'm like, I'm going to be able to do this. Right. And so mm-hmm. I'm propelled by that, by the, I need to have that confidence that whatever I'm getting into, I know what I'm doing and I'm prepared. You're prepared. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I'm so obsessive mm-hmm. about the walks. And You're the, the perfect guys. girl guide. Be prepared. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> the other good thing about this is you have to have a good pair of running shoes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Mizunos are really good. And you should buy them a few couple months yeah. before the yeah. walk and break, break them in. in. Oh, yeah. yeah. The other good thing, and I, I think it's called Body Glide. Yes. Um, you can mm. buy it at a at a uh, running room or mm-hmm. one of those kinds of things. Except for my thighs. You yep. can put them in your thighs, thighs yeah, and <laughs> under your um, arms. Oh, really? Like where, yeah, so anywhere you there's shove, that you rub. Is that like a moleskin kind of thing? No, it's... it's well, so I rub like less like now than I did 30 years ago. It's a rub. Yeah. It's a, like a powder? No, it's... it's um, it's kind of the same consistency as a Vicks vapor rub, but not the smell. You put it on your skin? Yeah, you rub it on your skin. And that prevents chafing? Yeah. So what I did was I rubbed it all. Oh, I got a lot of spots. Well, <laughs> it's strange, you know. I remember when I first came over, when I first came to Canada, it was like 30 years ago, and I was experiencing that, and I don't now. So there you go. There's so there's hope. hope. Wow. There's hope. No chafing, you mean? No chafing. Because yeah, you're all fit. I'm all fit. Excellent. And solid. And also the double-layered socks yes. I found helpful. Yes. Um, and, and I don't know if you, where you can buy those other than running. Well, Beth bought me some spiffy socks for my birthday. Uh, a running room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Double layered socks. Body glide. Um, Vaseline for your feet works wonder. That Vaseline too. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> not there. It's not that kind of shop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So to close up, those are great tips. What is your favorite healthy snack? Edamame beans. <laughs> are those beans or peas? Beans. Are they beans? They're like a bean. That's, that's, what, that's what I made no. you eat with the edamame <laughs> beans. I don't know. Edamames. Edamames. Soy. Yes. So when you're getting to that next stage. and What you next stage? Where are we going? Into the menopausal stage. Oh. Been there, done that. You need beans? You need soy. <laughs> <laughs> to help you get through some of the symptoms that can come. Really? So instead of, you know, eating your weight in tofu. No. No. Um, soy. No. So at an ami, a little steam. Mm. Yeah. Salt or no salt? I like it both ways, baby. Okay. Okay. Oh, I love uh, peanut butter and banana sandwiches. 
Mm. And every time I go to the gym, um, that's what I eat when I come back. It's something that my body craves. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I've always, that I grew up with. So. Well, and the protein and the peanut butter is awesome. because they always say mm-hmm. you should have protein within 30 yeah. minutes mm-hmm. of working yeah. out because it helps the metabolism or the yeah. muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so it's my favorite. Ate it every day. Mm. There you go. <laughs> uh, fruit smoothies in the morning. Oh, and, yeah. What do you like in your smoothie? Um, tofu. Really? Yeah. Blueberry. <laughs> You don't taste it, believe me. Yeah, no. yeah and banana. You know, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. You've been doing that for a lot of years, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Do you put flax or bran yeah. or anything? Yeah. yeah. You can put flax. You can put anything in it. Yeah. It's really good. You know, I'm racking my brains trying to think of a healthy snack. It's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're working so hard, so you don't have to bother having a healthy exactly. snack. Exactly. Um, I like uh, bagels with cream cheese and tomato. That's the only thing that comes to mind. Uh, for healthy snacks, but I like smoothies too. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just had a smoothie with all the fruit stuff in it, but I was able to add in some spinach, and mm-hmm. you couldn't even taste the really? spinach. Really? Yeah, and my kids drank it, which Ooh. is a big feat. Mm. But it was a yucky color. It was it, but they love it. They're like, oh, it's green. It's <laughs> like monsters and shamrock. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and you couldn't taste it at all. Yeah. It was good. Uh-huh. Well, for me, I guess it is bananas. Yeah, bananas. Oh, I'll eat a banana every day. So. And you, Crystal? I'm a terrible snacker. I'm terrible. It's all the ice cream all the way. But uh, I really like a bowl of fruit. So if I if I get it together and cut up some strawberries and even the sugar-free Jello, you get the sugar-free Jello out and you make that up and throw in some fresh fruit and a little bit of uh, light topping, I'm good. So I want to thank you guys very much for taking time and. Uh, sharing your stories with us and your experiences with the walk. Does anybody have anything they want to share? Anything else they want to say before we close it up? Just have fun. Well, thank you again so much. Remember, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email Julie at mwpjulie at gmail.com or myself at mwpcrystal at gmail.com. Oh, I just wanted to say that um, we welcome donations. Yes. At... uh, www.endcancer.ca and uh, am I allowed to say your team? Absolutely. Okay. We're hoofing for Hooters. Yeah. We'll yeah, post that on the blog, right? Yes, we will put that in the show notes and uh, if you want to give us a call and give us some feedback, the phone number is area code 206-338-2599 and uh, Julie will be back with us. Unfortunately, the 2,000 mile difference didn't allow her to be, a, be with us tonight and to have the six of us here and work with Skype and everything else. I couldn't cope. (laughs) So thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time and take care. Bye. Bye.